Well, good morning, uh, or good evening, or good afternoon. Whatever it is where you are, then good. <laughs> so, how are you all today? It is really lovely, again, to see so many of you waiting eagerly for the story today. <laughs> Have to just say hello to whoever has started listening in Vietnam, which is oh, a lovely country, and um, and has joined us. So it's now in our audience. That's 41 countries we have listening to us now. Oh, slowly taking over the world. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> today's story is another Puddle Lane one. And it's called Mr Puffle and the Gruffle. So, see what you think. The Gruffle was in the garden of the magician's house at the end of Puddle Lane. He was eating coal. The Gruffle liked coal to eat and the magician often left a little pile of coal outside his front door. Suddenly, the sun went in behind a black cloud and it began to rain. The Gruffle hated rain. It hissed in his ears when he puffed out fire. I'm going home, he growled. The Gruffle lived in a ruined tower on a hill just outside Candletown. He only visited the magician's garden because the magician put out coal for the Gruffle to eat. As he opened the gate into Puddle Lane, there was a great burst of rain. The Gruffle banged the gate behind him and sent a shower of water over his head. It made him very angry indeed. I don't care who sees me, he growled to himself. I'm not going to vanish. I'll teach everybody in Puddle Lane to keep out of my way. Ooh, he sounds vicious, doesn't he? <clears throat> Mr. Gotobed heard the gates bang. He looked out of his window and saw the gruffle. <gasps> he put his hand in front of his eyes. He didn't believe what he saw. I'm having a dream, he said to himself. I'm having a nightmare. And he went straight upstairs to bed. Harry was looking out of the window watching the rain falling. He saw the gruffle coming down Puddle Lane. Gita, he called, come and look, the gruffle's in Puddle Lane. Gita ran to the window and they both stayed there watching as the gruffle came slowly along. As they watched, the rain stopped as suddenly as it had begun. The sun came out from behind the black cloud but that did not make the Gruffle any happier. He was very wet and he wanted to get home. Just at that moment, Mr Puffle came through the archway at the end of Puddle Lane. Mr Puffle had been out that morning to the market in Market Square. He had bought a big sack of potatoes and he was carrying it home slung over his shoulder. 
The Gruffle saw Mr Puffle and vanished. Mr Puffle had almost reached the door of his house when the Gruffle decided to appear again. The Gruffle was feeling so cross that he just wanted to frighten someone. And he wanted the lane to himself too. He suddenly appeared, puffing out fire and smoke, right in front of Mr Puffle. Mr Puffle was so startled that for a moment he stood quite still. He stared at the Gruffle. The Gruffle roared. He sent a great puff of smoke right into Mr Puffle's face. <gasps> Mr Puffle swung the sack of potatoes over his shoulder and hit the Gruffle right on top of his head. The Gruffle sat down in the lane with a crash and a roar. Mr Puffle dropped the sack and ran towards his front door. The Gruffle struggled to his feet and roared after him. A great flame of fire came out of his mouth. As quick as a flash, Harry picked up one of the toy mice which were standing on the windowsill. He opened the window and threw the mouse down into Puddle Lane. It landed at the Gruffle's feet. The Gruffle roared again, but this time he roared with fright. He was very frightened of mice. There was a great puff of fire and smoke. The Gruffle roared and vanished. Mr Puffle pushed open his front door and staggered inside. He banged the front door behind him. He was so overcome that he stumbled upstairs and went to bed. Harry and Gita ran downstairs and out into Puddle Lane. Harry picked up the toy mouse. Gita looked at it. Is it all right? she asked. Grandmother gave me two mice as a Christmas present and I don't want anything to happen to either of them. The mouse isn't damaged at all, said Harry. He handed it to Gita and she put it in her pocket. Let's pick up the potatoes for Mr Waffle, she said. The potatoes were scattered all over the lane. Harry and Gita collected them all in the old sack and left them just inside Mr Puffle's front door. Harry and Gita didn't notice a little chestnut-coloured mouse who was hiding in a broken flower pot outside Mr Puffle's house. But Chestnut Mouse had seen everything that had happened. As soon as Harry and Gita went inside, he ran off to his home under the hollow tree in the magician's garden. He told all the other mice what he'd seen. In the old ruined castle on the hill outside Candletown, the Gruffle clambered down some steps and into the dungeon where he lived. He had made himself a bed there among some stones and he had a pile of sticks and a pile of coal. He was too upset to eat any coal but he lit a fire to dry himself then he settled down in his bed rumbling and grumbling to himself until at last he fell asleep sulking and that is the end of this story but harry and Gita told their friends sarah and davy what had happened sarah had a magic music box that the magician had given her and the next time the music box played 
it sang a new song. Mr Puffle and the Gruffle went out in the rain. Mr Puffle and the Gruffle met in Puddle Lane. Mr Puffle hit the Gruffle on the Gruffle's head. Mr Puffle and the Gruffle both went home to bed. <laughs> but just before we finish the story, would you like to know why Chestnut Mouse went home and told all the other mice, the whole of his family, what had happened and why they were excited? When Chestnut Mouse told the other mice about what had happened, they were very excited. They had all once been toy mice in Mr Wideawake's toy shop. They had come alive when the magician had come into the shop one evening and had accidentally spilt magic dust on them. But Father Mouse and Mother Mouse had been sold before the magician came. So they guessed that Father and Mother Mouse must be in Harry and Geeta's house. So, maybe... One day we will read what happens if they rescue Father and Mother Mouse. What do you think? <laughs> anyway, that's the end of today's story and I have to go to work. So, um, I hope that whatever you're doing, you have a lovely time doing it and you just um, enjoy your day and... Just take care. Make sure you stay safe, okay? And I will see you all again tomorrow. And we'll do it all again, shall we? Send me a, send me a uh, message and let me know what kind of story you want tomorrow. And I will try and oblige. <laughs> Bye for now.